Hello and welcome to Dan and Dara Doability. This is episode 32. I am Dara McNicholas. And I'm Dan Eric. Dan, another good day out there. It certainly is. Yeah, uh, for September and it's not raining. Yeah, you know. it's nice and sunny and as we look out my window now, my, my cat dusty is nice and chilled. Yeah, sitting in the car bonnet. I'd be looking at that now, Dan, going, get off the effing car, you're going to scratch the paint. <laughs> yeah, no, she loves it. She loves it. It's nice. And yeah, nice and warm, of course. Yeah, nice and relaxed. It'll be fine when you come to resell the car, though. It's got cordless scratches in the bonnet. I'm, 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 just, I'm just saying, okay? That's that's just my, my point. So, Dan, I think we will start uh, this week where we finished off last week. Yeah, that was with the Positive Sexual Health Conference. Yeah, which is coming yeah. up soon. Yeah, that's on the 1st of November in the Mansion House. Okay. You had a meeting this week? Yeah, so it was just basically a meeting to kind of get my opinions, well, I suppose hear my story on um, on the topic and just to kind of give a rough outline of the day and what's going to happen. And, um, so my mission from going forward now is to kind of get my opinions into around about 400 words or so okay um and just to kind of submit that as a general kind of i i'm not going to be spouting that word for word like yeah. it's not a it's not a speech mm-hmm. format because i i will be part of a a panel right it's just to kind of give them an outline of where i want to go and i'll be liaising with them between it's their research effectively yeah yeah pretty much yeah um and i'll be doing my own research on the other uh panelists as well so good yeah it's very exciting yeah really really excited for it so just remind everybody again then what what it's going to be about positive sexual health okay yeah that's not just for young people it's for everybody yeah absolutely yeah but it's going to be i suppose from your point of view your experience of it when you were growing up yeah so the education you got yeah so I suppose the the message behind the conference is it it comes from a, a human rights point of view in terms of you know young people have the right to sex ed essentially um and that's what the message is and I suppose we're just sharing our views and why we believe it's important it's i say it's important it's vital that young people um have the right to a sexual education yeah um so hopefully we can help in playing a part in doing yeah no absolutely i mean it's it's, it's good to be involved absolutely you know absolutely. Having, having been through it recently i suppose or recently enough to be able, yeah. and especially you know you and your and your your own situation, which is vastly different, I suppose. And that's something that I did mention in terms of, like, as I said last week on the podcast as well. In terms of, I got everything that I, well, I was expecting to get from a curriculum point of view. In terms, of I got the biology, I got the consent, I got everything. Um, you know, everything that was meant to be taught was taught. Um. But as I mentioned last week, nothing related to anything disability wise. Mm. And, you know, I I would have had to ask those questions. But then again, when you're 
at that age you don't really know what the questions to ask are. And to be fair, Dan, it's, it's, it's a tough room to be in. Yeah. You know, uh, with, I don't know, 25, 30 of your, your, your peers, and it's not necessarily a question you want to be asking. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I doubt there's too many people asking questions anyway. I, I, I can imagine somebody up the front of the room there going, and this is how we, <laughs> yeah, la, 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 and everyone's going, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I learned most yeah. of mine off YouTube, and <laughs> the internet, and the dark web. But it's a point. Yeah. But I suppose while we're talking about then, would yeah, I, would, would the person giving that lecture or giving that talk, would they be in a position to advise you? Or should they? Or is it more specialised? Is this is this part of the question? I suppose I'm I'm just thinking of it in terms of I'd like it to be there. And when I say I'd like it to be there, I, it needs to be. Hmm. Because it's just acting like we don't exist. Like, like, you know, people with disabilities deserve to have, deserve is the wrong word. Deserve is the wrong word, actually, Dan. I was going to pull you up in it there. I was going to wait till you finished and then I was going to jump all over you. No, deserve is the wrong word. Have the right to a sex life. Of course. So why isn't it being rolled out in the, in, uh, as part of the education, hmm. you know? Um, and. Well, there's, there's another question. What if. Uh, a young person uh, <coughs> falls in love with a person with disability. Yeah, that that that's that's kind of the, the flip side of the question, really, as well. Are they going to go? Well, well we can't be doing this. Um, we can't be doing that. And well, no. And then suddenly things fall apart because they're not equipped. Yeah, and I think there there is a stigma around people with disabilities and relationships. Never mind mm. the. The sexual element of it, I think, just in relationships itself, being you know, people would see people would okay. Let's go from my experience. Well, not from my experience, but people in wheelchairs, for example. You see somebody like that, and you go, "There's kind of this subconscious thing that goes, okay, I'm gonna have to look after them, or." Something like that, you know. Yeah, suddenly you, I, I'm going to become their carer. Yeah, and that's not okay. It might be, but it's. But it might be, but that's the same for absolutely everybody. I wake up yeah. in the morning, have a feckin' stroke, and my wife has to look after me. Absolutely. Do you know, like, it's not. I'm not going to, by the way. If I do, maybe I won't know. Anyway, that's going to be an interesting day. Fingers crossed. Yeah, fingers crossed. Um, but yeah, like it's, and I've mentioned, I've mentioned this a number of times before. My wheelchair is a part of me. It's not everything. Yeah. Do you know? And that's the bit that I think I'm, to be honest, I'm still trying to, you know, I've dealt with it personally, but I'm still trying to deal with it in terms of people's interactions with me. Mm. Do you know, in terms of having to accept that they, that they will have those preconceived notions and just trying to work with them to to break them down yeah um yeah so it, it is a very very interesting topic and it's if i'm being honest it, it's not something that i would have had many opportunities to talk about before um which is why i'm particularly excited going forward um and the lineup is is very exciting as well so it's gonna yeah it's gonna be a good day 
Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing the outcome of it. I think it'll be, it'll be interesting. Yeah, for sure. And it, it's a conversation that that needs to be needs to be had. No, definitely needs. No question, needs to be had. Yeah. So last week as well, we had a little chat about the roll and stroll, which was quite successful. Saint Anne's Park raising money for the youth branch of the Irish Wheelchair Association. Yes, very successful. Um, there was over. 200 people there which is brilliant for a so, first time event for a first time event it's absolutely brilliant yeah as you said um very successful everybody was you know it was really relaxed there was no pressure on it or anything um got some really good insights into as we heard from from last week um garris cullen yeah got some really good inf- his insights. racing chair yeah absolutely so yeah, no, it was it was really enjoyable, and we will have a follow up from uh, Dave Barry next week. Yeah, and Dave is one of the organisers, and I know you had a chat with him last week, and he has plenty to say. So we will bring that interview um, next week once you get a, you get a chance to talk to him again. Yeah. So yeah, we're looking we're really looking forward to hearing what Dave has to say and and just what the outcome was really yeah. from from their point of view. I'm not you know great if they made money, but I think more from almost more from a community point of view. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Now you found a really lovely article. I think this one's brilliant now um, about a play that's going on in the Dublin Fringe Festival this week. Yes. So at the time of recording and. When this goes out, it will be available for your consumption. Uh, this is Mark Smith. So he is from Selbridge in County Kildare and he's an actor with Down Syndrome. Um, and he has collaborated with Ashling Byrne from the Run of the Mill Theatre uh, to and Sean Dunn, who, who wrote wrote this they've collaborated to put together a um play uh depicting his life which i think is brilliant which is good but i suppose again this also kind of plays into your thesis for next year yes it does to some degree you know um yeah about representation and i suppose the screen where this is this is the stage but it's the same it's the same thing so mark is in this himself isn't he yep yep so it's he's had an interesting life. So he's won. Uh, he certainly has. Yeah, yeah he's won silver medal, silver medal in the Special Olympics in nineteen ninety nine. He's battled cancer. He's mm-hmm. lost his father at eighteen, and he's also shared a hug with Justin Bieber. Right. Okay. Everything else up to that point now was tough. Sharing a hug with Justin Bieber. Well, I don't know how tough that is. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, so if you're looking for the definition of a fighter, that's absolutely yeah. 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 Um. So and I I just think it, it's it's brilliant that you know and it says down here that it's it's like Mark can't walk through the town without getting high five and fist bumped, and while he loves that, he's also kind of standing here. With his show and saying, I'm a multifaceted person. There's more to me than a person standing, smiling at a bus stop. And is that, that's, and that's probably what we see. Yeah. You know, it's more, oh, there's, yeah, a, a person with Down syndrome and that's it. 
Yeah. So, you know, I, that's highlighting here that there's absolutely more going on there than just that. More than high fives and little chats going down the road. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think uh, Ashley makes a, makes a very good point here. She says, I truly believe we have an accessibility issue in Ireland in terms of theatre and getting people into shows. Uh, accessibility, Dan. Here we go again. You know, it's everywhere. Yeah, but I think she, she adds to that as well by saying, she says, thinking of access as not just a ramp in, but also how do we reach out to audiences and let them know that this is on and engage them in work. Do you know, so I, I think she makes a very valid point there in terms of, yeah, there's accessibility in terms of getting into places, but there's also accessibility in terms of people actually being on stage, on stage and included and not just included, but like Mark is front and center in it. You know, it, mm. it's not just one of the, we've been talking about tokens the last couple of weeks. Yeah. It's not just a, a token part. He is, as I said, they're front and center of this, which, which is brilliant. And I thought it was very interesting. There's an interesting little anecdote down here that it's um, it details that Smith and Byrne have known they've known each other for around ten years, and um, he he details the the first time he met Ashling and uh, he thought she was a bit laddie da. <laughs> Which I think, which I think is great, you know, um, and then but that she that she's really nice, and then Ashling, she got I met Mark on my first day in the job, and I knew straight away that he had. She quotes Louis Walsh here. She said, "I knew straight away he had the star quality." Um. So yeah, it's it seems like a really good partnership, and it seems like something that is uh. Yeah, I'll I'll definitely be doing my utmost to see if I can get down and, and 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 watch it. Um but there's even more to mark than than just everything that we've we've mentioned already because he is a very de- uh, dedicated employee as well. Um he recently received an award for spending 20 years working in Tesco. Lovely. Which is brilliant. This guy's incredible. And he, he's he been working in uh, Maynooth for the past eight years, uh, working with the student union and doing guest lectures as well. Very good. So they're hoping to take it on the road, I think, Dan. Yeah. Um, that's their plan, I think, ultimately, to get to get the show out and get it um, out to the masses, really, and out to the people. Yeah, and I we would wish them all the best in this, and we hope that that's what happens because it, it certainly sounds like a, a fantastic show and as I said I'll, I'll be doing my utmost to get down to, to see it while it's around so that's on Dan in the Dublin Fringe Festival um, this week um, which will probably have finished by the time this actually goes out to air yeah. um, but it's on again in on the 17th of September yeah, in the Axis Theatre in, in Ballymun. Grand, that's at uh, half one and a 7.30. So we'd recommend everyone goes have a have a little look at that. Yeah. 
So the other thing, Dan, we want to have a chat about today is the uh, state of the lifts um, with Irish Rail. Yes. Which is an ongoing problem. Now, I know we did have a little a little pop at Irish Rail there a while ago um, in one of our earlier episodes to have a look at just access on the dart. Really. We did, yeah. And it's not something at the time that we looked at was lifts because we didn't, the, the journey we took didn't involve using lifts or did it? it no, it did actually in, in, it, in Pierce, yeah. And that did, was no problem. And thankfully, it, it worked yeah, there was Yeah, no, there was no issue there. Um, yeah, but as you said, other than that, there wasn't really much much of a need for lifts. Um, and yeah, it's as you said, it's an ongoing issue. The frustrating part about this is it's the same line the whole time we're looking into this yeah well i mean it, it, it's effectively the dark line at the moment that is but i mean it's it, it yeah it's kind of around the network as well but i think it's mostly on the dark line and it's mostly obviously centered to to, to dublin yeah but it's the same lifts you know um constantly and I, I know there is a campaign going on to um to to, to kind of put pressure on, on on Irish Rail. I mean, access for all. I think is what it's called. Yeah. Um, I think it was what's the gentleman's name? Sorry, um, Bernard Mulvaney. Sorry, uh, because of his, his relationship with his daughter, trying to get in 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 and out of dart stations. Yes. And onto the dart and stuff like that. Um, I mean, it's, it's blown up nicely. Yeah, you know, which is which is no harm. Um, Absolutely, couldn't agree more. You know, and and everyone can go. Oh yeah, there's maintenance issues and the age of the lift and their location and stuff like that and vandalism and and that's fine. That's yeah, that's okay. Just fix them. Yeah, and keep them fixed. Absolutely. And and sort out your security if you have to. If you're having problems with vandalism, like, but don't be don't be using that as an excuse. And you see, it's even worse than that because it's an excuse that's not even relevant to the fact that a lift works or not. Yeah. Do you know, a lift can still work and be... I'm not condoning vandalism at all, but the fact of the matter is a lift can still work while it, even if it has been vandalised. Um, so as far as we're concerned, that, that is not a, an an excuse. Yeah, but I, 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 and if, you know, if Jim Mead, like the Irish Rail chief executive, I'm sure if he was in a wheelchair, all these things would be sorted out very, very quickly. Yeah. You know, or anybody else, or, you know, Barry Kenny, uh, you know, that wonderful sort of PR man that they have. If Barry Kenny was in a wheelchair, yeah, I'm sure things would be working. You know, so they do have to kind of, you know, look, look beyond just keeping their little train sets on the line and stuff like that and it's not just about people in wheelchairs it's anybody with mobility issues yeah absolutely and i i've, I've said some i've said this multiple times if something is accessible it's accessible for everybody yeah it's accessible for babies and buggies it's accessible for elderly it's accessible for wheelchair users everybody absolutely yeah. everybody so maybe maybe the chief executive there, Jim Mead, needs, needs to be put in a bloody wheelchair. I say, hey, Jim, navigate your own system there and see how you get on. 
Yeah. See how much fun it is. Maybe you're not Sean O'Kelly at Dan McWheels. Maybe, actually, there we go. Sean, if you're listening, uh, we'll give you a little shout out there now. Uh, Dan McWheels, get Jim Mead, Chief Executive of Irish Rail. Get him into a wheelchair for the day. And see how much fun he has. See how much fun he has on the Dart Network. Irish Rail, get it started. Get the lifts working and just make it inclusive for absolutely everybody. And we want to go back down and have a look at your conference from last week as well. And it was something I I had meant to ask you because I've seen there's a nice video knocking around and and it all looks lovely and, and you say your piece and you speak very eloquently. Thank you very much. And there's some stills and, and, and pictures. And you're kind of on the floor in front of the stage. Yes. Uh, and just in front of all the people sitting in their chairs and stuff like that. I presume it's kind of a theatre style um, um, type thing. Um, yeah. And and there's three or four people then on, on the stage behind you. And there's a little dais where you're one kind of doing all the talking and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Why weren't you all on the stage? Now I appreciate there's 20 of you, but the stage looked fairly big. Why weren't you on the stage? Yeah, now? it was it was big enough. Well, well, here we go. Come on, some <laughs> story here, done. So, I arrived that morning to check everything out, make sure everything was was accessible, and it wasn't. Interesting. Yeah. What was the um, uh, conference about? Here's the irony in it, right? Diversity and inclusion. Okay, very good. Okay, all right. Okay, right. So they had a ramp up to the stage, uh, but it was way too steep. I went up to it, and before I even got a wheel onto the ramp, it was hitting off uh, my footplate. Oh, lovely. So So there was no... There was no chance of me getting up. Brilliant. If if you had like a manual chair, maybe. If somebody had a really good push, and but but that's that's not the point. And like this this chair weighs one hundred eighty four kilos, so you're not pushing it. So yeah, I mean, it was just the irony in it. Yeah. Is, was anybody suitably embarrassed? I mean, they were profusely apologetic, which I appreciate. Um. And I can only hope that it's it's learned from. Um, but then here we go. You know, it's everyone's fucking learning every fucking time. It's not like, yeah, you know, did they not know, did they not know you were coming? Yeah, that that's the annoying part. You know, yeah. it's not it's like you the, just rocked up and somebody went, "Oh shit, here comes Dan in his wheelchair." That's that's the annoying part. You weren't on your own. There was two of you, wasn't there? There was three. Three wheelchairs. Wheelchairs. Three wheelchairs. Um. So yeah. That that is particularly annoying. I mean, you can have <coughs> access issues. Fine, right? Old, older buildings, things that happen. Yeah, and actually, I'm just realizing. I said access issues are fine. No, they're not. <laughs> they're not fine. No, I know. You understand? It, what, I, no, I completely what you get. Access issues happen. I yeah, yeah. absolutely. That's yeah. Where, that's where I'm going back. Access issues do happen when. They happen when you know exactly who you're dealing with and like what they're coming in. So for me, it's an electric wheelchair. And there was two other, as you said, there was two other uh, electric chairs. Yeah, it, it's absolutely, it's absolutely horrendous. I mean, it's just, there is no excuse there 
whatsoever. Yeah. Whatsoever. Yeah, it's very disappointing. Um. Yeah, and it, it, like, as you said, I, I dig. We did get to do what we needed to do. Uh, and like everybody was placed at the, at the front of the stage, which I suppose did help in some way that you know we weren't like the three of us weren't left at the front <laughs> exactly someone running down with the mic going just one second hold on now <laughs> yeah no, no, just, just, no just wait one second no no, no just, 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 one, just one second it'll be fine there you go there's the mic run it back up again yeah no thank, thank god they didn't do that because that yeah but that shouldn't have even happened no do you know in something like like I was consulted for transport I was consulted for Everything else, absolutely fine, grand. Everything with that went went fine, but the main aspect of what I'm actually there to do, and it didn't happen. Yeah, ran straight into the face of it. Yeah, lovely. So now we're heading back to college. We are. We are officially next week. Fourth year, here we come. Yay. It's going to be good crack. It is, yeah. Yeah, no, no, it is. I think it's just, uh, it's going to be busy though. Yeah. No, I, I'm uh, equally nervous and excited. Um, I suppose we've, we've talked about it in a number of different times uh, through the course of these episodes. Uh, the thesis that I'm doing this year being the representation of disability in the media so i'm i'm really excited to see where that takes me um and yeah excited to get working there's a few new lectures that we have this year which should be pretty exciting mm. um so yeah it's gonna be interesting it's gonna be good yeah so next week you will catch up with dave barry and get the interview of a lifetime off dave i will and follow up with him on the roll and stroll um I think that pretty much wraps us up, Dan. It does. Hmm. So if people want to get us, they get us at Dan and Dara Do Ability uh, on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. If they want to drop us an email, Dan, where they'll find us? Dan and Dara Do Ability at gmail.com. So we have the podcast uh, hosted on SoundCloud. Uh, you'll find us on Spotify and iTunes or pretty much anywhere else you get our, or you get your podcast from, except yeah. for Go Loud. Um, who sent us an email last week and told us they were going to put it up but it's not up there yet uh, we're hopeful yeah we're patient so. yeah we're patient well, once it is up there we will we will let you know no oh, absolutely we'll make a song and dance and put it down we certainly will yeah if it ever gets up there uh, this has been Dan and Dara Doability episode 32 I'm Dara McNicholas and I'm Dan Airy and we'll talk to you very soon